0: Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight. Not this rubbish with Flaky Blakey.
1: Blake and the Pork.
2: Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork. It's Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork.
0: hello and welcome to raiders review with blake and the pork i'm the pork i'm blake and this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular raiders podcast on the internet coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the bowser civic location of which we will never reveal will we blake
2: no but someone was sniffing around on the weekend and uh had to throw him off the trail yeah yeah a listener we'll get to that later
0: Unbelievable! Well, and we're brought to you with the extremely dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Canberra Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet. Get online and get engaging. And also by Land Speed Records, come in and buy your CDs, your LPs, your T-shirts, and all your fantastic Audio Technica gear—the best audio gear you can buy on the market—from people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do. And if you are listening to this podcast, it's a pretty good bet you love the Canberra Raiders. Either that, or you have some sort of mental deficiency, or you've happened upon this by, uh, you know, bad luck. Or alternatively, you think Matt Hollywood Lenevez is really cute, and you were hoping to hear him. Bad luck, people. He's in New Zealand somewhere, and he won't be here this week. No, um, well, we, we tried to, say,
2: to we tried to hook him on the line then, but the internet was so bad, and we did not want to repeat so bad of, um, of the worst ever Blake and the Pork episode of a month ago. So we jet we ditched him. He yeah, took one yeah for we the ditched. Team. well, he
0: ditched himself. He took yeah, one he did. Game. He took one for the team. He's going out. So unfortunately, uh, people, uh, Matthew will not be joining us this week. Um, so when you're talking um, about those Coast, people
2: that might tune in just for Matthew, was that Melinda you were referring to specifically or?
0: Yeah, no, it could be. It could be. She's certainly shown far more interest in the podcast than she found out, you know, that Dr. Patrick was on it. Um, there's, Strangely, hasn't been interested in it to this point. In fact, she's found it quite an annoying thing. But, you know, who knew? But I'm um, going to mix it up a little bit this week, and we're going to start with Arse Clown of the Week.
1: <laughs>
0: Brought to you by Raiders Plumbing. Because if you need ass and you need crack, you want Raiders Plumbing. They might even fix your plumbing, but they're certainly going to give you ass crack. So get on down to them. Um, and look, Arse Clown of the Week this week, it's very, very easy, isn't it, Blarke? Eh? I to tell? Do you want to tell <laughs> the listeners at home?
2: I've already, did. I've already, I've already added myself. I've already added myself online. I've made no secret of the fact I left the game against the Knights with about eight minutes to go. Pretty much
0: left the, the game
2: early. The, the exact point I left was um, the Xavier Savage attempt to knock the forty twenty back in, which led to the Edric Lee try under the post. And look, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, I was after Nick Cottridge dropped that bomb. I was ready mm. to leave. I was ready to leave at that point. And look, right. As I was getting out the gate, I actually saw um, that the the Edrick Lee one had been called back. They'd actually ruled a, a uh-huh. knock on against Tuala. and it was it was called back to yeah. no try. But I, I'd, I'd committed to like storming out at that point. I thought I can't now turn. You committed around. to storming out. I can't right. turn around and walk back.
0: And look, well, look, you actually I... you could have turned around. You could, because I have a a similar experience where I was really sick in the Canterbury-Bankstown game a few years ago, like really sick in 2018. And I turned up because that's what you do. You turn up to the ground. And I thought, oh, we've lost this one. And I was walking up to the top, but I was going to watch it before I went, went all the end, and miraculously, we won in Golden Point extra time with a field goal, and it was wonderful, but I didn't leave uh, because I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just hang here one. and make sure When, when was the Reynolds the one,
2: 2017 or
0: 2016? Uh, no, while early in that. But you are the Ask Plan of the Week because you left early. You no, anyway, left look, look, early, and the I, world came
2: and kicked you right in the I nuts. Have, because... I, have, I have zero regrets about leaving early, and, and to do it all, would I do it all again? Maybe I would. Because I didn't just leave. And this is what people are saying, you know, you just leave because there's 10 minutes to go. I didn't leave because of what had happened in the preceding 73 minutes. I left mm-hmm. because I was so frustrated that our season was on the line and we'd blown it again. And it was a story we'd seen before, mm-hmm. again, and I'd be like, yep. they've done it again. They've done it again. And it was like, we had so much to play for. We should have been up by 24 to nil, you know, at least at half time. And we let the Knights back into the game. You know, we, we, we gave them the try... Right on the stroke of halftime. I'll get to that in another segment of the show. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I have I have zero regrets, and you know, I'll remember this. It's 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 a memorable thing for me. I'll remember this for the rest of my life. And as far as walking out, I hadn't walked out before full time in at least ten mm-hmm. years. At least ten years prior to that. Well, and I've I've, I've told through. pretty much
0: everyone, everyone that you left early. I've told Ricky. I've told Don. I've told Josh. I've told Jared. They all know. They all know.
2: Uh, yeah well put them on notice that put you're a on disgrace that you're crap. a disgrace i'm sick of the crap yeah i'm sick a like disgrace. that that effort you know to, the, well we can discuss the game in detail but yeah look i wouldn't look, want to be jumping up and down and celebrating and hugging everyone after um after the try was scored because you know it was a fluke we managed to we managed to fluke our way into victory there was no plan there was no strategy we just got lucky so you know in the yeah, end, but the, the week
0: probably
3: before,
0: deserved to win. Week before we deserved to win and we didn't. So, you know, there you go. But you stayed to the end. That's that's the tip here, people. You are. I have sta- This is my point. I have
2: stayed to the end to every other miserable loss. Every That one last year against the Gold Coast in the freezing cold when people were pouring out at half time, I stayed to the end. I have stayed in the end every other time. And this time I thought, nah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And right. look, you can well, out, as result, you can you are out me as clown of the week. You can out me as ask clown of the week. And. and had Matt been on the show this week and had he nominated me as ask Clan of the week, it might have been a little hypocritical on his part because he actually sent me a message at three thirty eight PM on that, that day. Go home, what the fuck was that? And then he sent me one a minute mm-hmm. later, I'm not staying up late to do a podcast for this shit anymore. <laughs> So, I'm not the only
0: one. <laughs> well, maybe that's why, uh, why Heather's not on it this week.
1: Hi there, crew. It's Alan Tung here. And I tell you what, I want to give a big shout out to all of those true Raiders fans, the ones that bleed green and never leave the game early. How good was it? Right to the death. The green machine hung in there. What a victory. So, thanks for sticking with us.
2: Now, do we have any news? Do we have any news? Not a lot of well, okay. big, not a lot of big news this week in in Raiderland, I have to say. Um, we did see that
0: we dodged getting Matt Lodge after we were suggested that we should be in the market for him. So, Who fortunately, that's not going to happen. Who
2: we should be in the market uh, for Matt
0: Lodge? Someone like Clarky or whatever those idiots are online, and a market was going through all the the players that the Raiders should target, and one of them said we should target Matt Lodge. And I was like. Why? Oh, why dear. exactly do you think we should possibly no, do that? No. It was a real idiot fest but nah, people look, took it seriously. Look, I
2: think if the Raiders had signed sign him there would be a lot of backlash from the fans. Yeah, more which, it's, which it's not is what club that he can come to. Which is why, as uh, our good mate Denny Ando said on Twitter, you know, the Roosters can sign him because they basically have no fans to get complain about it.
0: Yeah, no, and that's fair enough. That's fair enough indeed. Well, you know, um, well, even we'll,
2: if all, all two of their fans are in upper arms no one will notice anyway so we've got some
0: that's right so we've got we've got some uh, stuff to go over so we've got the bye week and the rep round and we've got a bit there's a bit uh, the more, yeah, a bit more from, news bit from more the night's match there's a bit more okay, news okay, the okay so
2: there, the news, news is cnk's back this week the other big news is um zach wolford two year two year re-signing is imminent which i think we can all agree you know if if it's on you know a, a, a reasonable wage which is probably you know a couple hundred grand not minimum but Mm. Not much more than that is mm-hmm. would be would be a good result for him and the club uh is he a yeah. long term nine moving forward no, I still think it's Adrian Trevelyan. but look he's doing he's too. doing a good job and uh since he's sort of come to the fore, we've actually seen starling maybe struggle a bit so you know it's it's good that we've had him around um and then yeah the other the other bit of news i guess is is rep round it was interesting seeing the various fortunes of the raiders um participants
0: mm yeah, no, it was it was we saw we saw some uh, some very good participants going in there so Tarpane once more was huge for new zealand and Rapana was even huger if that's possible if you put him in that black so jumper huger. and he was massive um he did very well now i know semi was playing for fiji but i swear to god i did not see semi valame on that on that on that field i did I, I saw did not him see get him.
2: dumped i saw him get absolutely dumped at one point i was surprised that png oh. won that so convincingly
0: no, no, I actually, all I got wrong in on that one was the try scorers I didn't get the result wrong. The thing about PNG is they bleed for it. you got a split in, in, in Fiji, right? They are also on the rugby union, so a lot of their passions involved in that and the rugby league is not their main thing. In Papua New Guinea, it's their own thing, and they were going to go out there and fight and die on that field, and they did. They were actually a remarkable side, you know, an and in, I think they've, they've...
2: An interesting thing I saw was a tweet, and it was from uh, PNG... Um... Supporter, and they were saying, "Bloke, people were commenting on the fact that PNG didn't have a song or a war dance or anything else, and they were saying that like PNG is like Australia. There's no like of the indigenous Mm. people. There's apparently there's even more languages and cultures and stuff. And the only thing that actually the common language, the common religion of the whole nation is rugby league. Yeah, that's the thing that bloody well showed."
0: They, it was a remarkable effort. They would have they would have tested most sides. Um, possibly not New Zealand, who looked about as good as I've seen a test that, rugby league side look.
2: That New Zealand side, I mean that's that's you know, you look at the spine, um that's the best spine I've seen from a Kiwi side, possibly ever. That yeah, that they're could all in be form,
1: Australia that side.
2: Yeah. Bring back the tri series. Like, Bring back the Super League Tri Series. Let's have I never was against Span that. I, I always, always thought that, that
1: was,
0: it just and then they don't have to argue about you know trying to justify that they're actually not new zealanders they're actually a queenslander and new south Welshman, yeah because they can get their 30 grand to match which is let's face it, people what it's really all about but look the internationals were surprisingly good the women's state of origin was surprisingly good and the under-19s new south wales queensland were surprisingly good like and then we they come out and they say they're going to get rid of rep round and i'm thinking did you just watch what I watched? Because what I watched was good. I actually, there wasn't a match that I was in that, that I didn't really enjoy. I thought Tonga was a bit disappointing, I yeah. guess. Um, but apart from that, I and, and Samoa didn't, you know, set me on fire either from that perspective. But at the same time, I, I was so taken back by PNG and by um, New Zealand. I thought that was great and worthwhile. And it was great to see Raiders left, right and centre as well. And yeah. most of them did really well, apart from Semiu I couldn't see. In their origin, Papa was quiet with limited minutes. Not sure what's going on there. but no, um, it's, like he's he's lost, he's getting...
2: it's like he's lost his mojo a bit. I don't know what's going on this year. He seems to be like he's sort of running out of gas or something. Because after State of Origin Game 1, we kind of went, well, he didn't play very many minutes, so he'll be right to back up against the Broncos. But then he was... He was flat against mm. the Broncos as well. So hopefully. He was also
0: subdued. It's flat, and that is yeah. what it is. It is flat. It is flat. That's what, what he is. So that was, you know, an interesting perspective I mean, when you go and look at the Knights match, you know, it was a match which, you know, we could have gone away and won that by quite a deal. We probably should have gone away and run it by quite a deal, and then we let them back in with the most ill-advised short dropout in the history of time before yeah. half time. Okay.
2: okay, now it's time for Blake to go on the burst. <laughs> what the hell was that? There's two. I you're up fourteen know. nil with two minutes to go. Why do you go for a short dropout? Like that you was boot insanity. Boot the hell out
0: of it. <laughs> exactly. Kick it to the other end of the field.
2: As and far then as don't and give them ball. I mean maybe they would have gone on score a try, you know, that set anyway, who knows. But don't make it done. easy for them. And then, don't to back... and, then and then when then you're to... doing a short one,
0: don't kick to the telegram. tallest.
2: But it was so obvious. But don't
0: kick. Who was the tallest man on the field for Newcastle? Who was it? Dominic Young. Well, Dominic well, Young. Well, who Eric did Glees, they kick
2: to? Lee's not exactly short either. they seen No, but they've got really tall wingers. Why? On earth would you and that also, then? it was Rapper. So obviously, like, if you're going to go the short kickoff, at least throw some element of deception in there so the opposition's not expecting. it. He was obviously like he he picked it up and went, "Oh my god, he's going to go for the short drop." He's telegraphed. So obviously, and oh, then and then to was... back it up, Rapper. Then like we've just praised him on his efforts against New Zealand and they, for New Zealand, and they were really fantastic. Great. But then, okay, so we've just conceded a try, and there's now ten seconds left on the clock. Let's go for some wacky short kickoff straight off the back of stuffing up the short dropout. It's like, you just wonder what goes on in his head sometimes.
0: It was, it was an interesting, and it was an interesting area, but um, it apart from those two bits, it was actually good to see him back because he does make a difference to the team overall. But yeah, there was a few mini brain explosions in that. Um, I thought they could have done so much better. One of my major things um, was seeing K again in the last line of defense isn't, isn't, He's a speed bump. That effort on Edric Lee, um, that shows he's, he's, he's improved in every other factor, but he has not improved in that. Uh, Xavier Savage. c about... buries. Still... Yeah, of yeah, course yeah. he does. Xavier, Xavier Savage, Savage. C&K buries Edric Lee in that. He buries him.
2: Xavier didn't even need to bury him. All he needed to do was go around. Like, I mean, have a look at Edric Lee. When he first burst on yeah. the scene, we used to call him sticks because he's got like, these long stick-like legs. All he needed to do was go around his ankles and he comes down. He comes down. But he went high on Eric, which was the last place he should have.
0: Yeah, that didn't work out so well. And But he did do the flying uh, take for the try, so that, well, that was, was good. Another,
2: and that was another string to his bow that we haven't seen. Like, every week you see something like it's he's, he's evolved and you see something new and, and another string to his bow. And yeah, yeah. The flying take to the bomb was right in front of me, and that was beautiful. And uh, at that point... You know, it was happy days, and you thought, we're going to win this easily. But, of course, being the Raiders, yeah, yeah, yeah. we never Matt do. Matt
0: Timoko scored a great try. Yeah, yeah. and but, and it looked good, and they could have gone away with it and got there. Look, Matt once Tim- more, Timoko, Joe Tarpanay was
2: Matt Timoko, Timoko gets, yeah. that, gets that ball, beats his man one-on-one very easily, doesn't get the ball again. Like, what's up yeah. with that? Like, we were saying, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we've got, not, we got no. to get him, give him early ball, because he's one of those centers that can beat his man one-on-one. And either he goes straight yeah. through and scores a try, like that one or he can because once a good he offload gets clear, he is fast yeah
0: he is seriously he's seriously fast he's so strong. no wonder
2: they call him three knees i mean he's just so hard to bring down they
0: they call him three knees. <laughs> everyone you, you call him three everyone's knees. calling him Fet- Blarke fetch is not going to happen stop trying to make fetch happen that's all i'm saying to you shoe,
2: shoe man got off the ground
0: shoe man shoe man okay. got off the ground well, we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that that particular victory later point look um, Adam Elliott once more was really good. I would have liked to see him have more time on the field than he did in that match. Um, Joe Tarpanay was once more bloody outstanding. Um, once more, gets the Raiders view with Blake in the pork twenty dollars yeah. man of the match award. Um, right about, now, I think he can. He's, I think he's about one hundred and forty dollars this season. He's he, had seven.
2: Yeah, so he can pretty much afford the new Kanye West uh, box set Donda that just came in today. Come down, grab right. yourself one, Joe. Be fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it'd be. Yeah, you come down and get one for free because, you know, you spin You've those earned black it. circles and You've yeah, you it. have earned it. You've done very, very well. And also, he had the thing of saying, you know, he wants to captain the club and he wants to captain his country. And well, you know what? Give hurry it up to and him, make Donnie. him captain.
2: Hurry up and make him Give own. it to him, Donnie. Because speaking of captains, I mean, in last week's episode, and I don't know if this should be part of who's got a lift or not, but in last week's episode, uh, Arnie Jay went dark. He went controversial. And he came out he went after Elliot Whitehead and said that he wasn't he performing. Well Elliot Whitehead sort of came out and answered that criticism which he probably didn't, let's face it, he never heard, but he came out and answered that criticism in the worst way possible. He had another shocking match. Um uh, absolutely gassed. Uh can't play the minute can't play eighty minutes on the edge and not performing and then doing stupid things on top of that because he's so fatigued. I mean, the, the late hit, you can argue how late it was um, or whether it was just tackled too hard, but the late hit on Ponga, whether or not it was a sin bin, you know, is debatable, but don't do it in the first place. And then when he, got sent, oh, when he got sent to the bin, he was so gassed, he struggled to even get off the field, you know what I mean? Look, no, and Elliot will be much better for the break.
0: And I think one of the things about just having had that bye and then having another one after this weekend, and hopefully we can win this weekend, um, means that a lot of players have been looking very tired, will freshen up. And I think we need a bit of a freshen up. I think it couldn't come at a better time. So Can I, we get look, Elliot Whitehead to drink
2: back. from the Fountain of Youth in the freshen up period? I don't, I, he he needs... I don't
0: know whether we can get him to drink from the Fountain of Youth, he but can't I certainly play. know he's he got can't some play in him.
2: He can't play 80 minutes. He can't play 80 minutes. So whether you can't have him on the edge for we... 80 minutes. And then you've got uh, Corey Haddawir and Nairo. He's not playing at all. Do you know who Elliot Whitehead? Yep. Elliot Whitehead is our version now of um of Wade Graham. And the sharks right. aren't aren't even getting Wade Graham to play the full 80 minutes on the edge. They're getting to play like sharing half the time with with Teague Wilton. People mm-hmm. would probably argue that Teague Wilton should be playing the 80 and, and Wade Graham shouldn't be playing at all. But we're not even doing that. We're playing our Wade Graham for a full 80 minutes on the edge.
0: Yeah, well, I think there's no way in the world Ricky would be doing that unless he believed it was the right thing to be doing. So, you know what, I'll tell you on behalf of Ricky to blow it out your posterior, Blarke. Well, okay? Blow it out your posterior. Ricky has a lot of
2: ideas, things that aren't quite, you know.
0: And that's why he thinks you're an idiot. <laughs> he knows you're an idiot. He knows you're an idiot. If he listened to you, he would say you're an idiot and you're a pillock. He'd say it to your face, too. He wouldn't, you know. He wouldn't say pillock. Back. He
2: wouldn't say pillock.
0: No, he wouldn't. But that's a polite thing. Um, but you know what?
4: Who's got to lift? Who?
0: Are you gonna sing or what?
2: Oh, sorry, totally, totally forgot. Totally forgot. Well, it's Jamal Fogarty
0: has to lift. Now, there was a lifting of tights. It's actually Fogarty by
2: anyway.
0: the Fogarty, um, because the grubbering and but the repeat his sets. His kicking game was a lot was better. A bloody his...
2: welcome return. His kicking game was a particular... lot better. His, in but his defensive half, game wasn't. No, but in the first half, those grubbers were very effective. It's like, I don't know whether it's just... Really effective. It's just knights are so disorganized that they look so good or, you know, where that's come from. And then, yeah, that the grubbing was really good. And he did some... He's had some more bombs because the one that um, Savage scored was good too. was sort of right... Just before the line, all yeah, he just yeah. needed to do was catch it just for line, and, and and he was able to. His momentum took him over. So look, he has improved there. Other people have got to lift Elliot Whitehead. We've already said that. Um, can he lift? Yeah, you've said that know. a few times. I don't know if he's got it in him to lift. He needs to, but I don't know if he can. Like he's got to find that extra gear, but I don't know if he's got it. The other one, Nick Cottridge. Um, you know, in the absence of Jordan Rapiner, he had a real crack for a couple of weeks there, and we were like, no, no, it's good to see he's actually back to his best and he's doing well again. Well. I don't know if it's because Rupp is back, he feels as though he doesn't need to go looking for as much because Rupp will do it, but he was really poor. I mean, I know he scored the try and he he, he got past Dom Young who pretty much just fell over. I don't know what happened there. Um But yeah, he should be running for more than like seventy metres or whatever. Yeah, you know, he should be going twice as much as that. You know, he's a big bo he's a big body. What's he's strong. He's should be taking those tough carries, you know, every set. He shouldn't and don't forget he's on easy win. on
0: the eyes as well. Nikolai, yeah, easy on well, the eyes. He's got
2: to stop hanging out, looking good on the wing, and come in and you know, be not afraid to Dude, do the some tough work.
0: stuff in the middle there. Oh yeah. my goodness, it's harsh criticism here from Blarke eh, on there, but okay, no, that's that's fair enough. But going back to uh, Jamal, there were definite signs of improving, of lifting, but he's got to do more. He's got to improve his defence. He's got to improve his defence, and he's got to start turning those opportunities to get through the line into getting through the line. If you're going to do it. Get through.
2: But also, too, he's got to be the halfback and he's got to be the one directing us, like in the second half. I don't know whether it's the same thing against the Broncos when Starling comes on, just we lose our composure and and everyone starts running around like Mm. headless chooks. But uh, it pretty much was the the second half against the Knights, pretty much was a replication of the second half against the Broncos, only I guess with less, Mm. you know, ball and position. But we just went. Directionless, you know, and it, it, where the game was there mm-hmm. to be to be won and controlled, it's just people going out, one out on their own, trying things. You know, there's not really enough cohesion and direction. And look, in the end, um, what got us home, you know, was the try to Hudson Young, but that was just a fluke. Really, that was just an example of someone going one out on themselves, you know, on
0: tackle. Look, Hutto's been playing a a lot better football and he's been having a dip, you know? And so he's been in and out of the side, but he's back in the side now and he's having a red hot go every week now and he's been noteworthy as one of our better players. Has he been in the Joe Tarpanay, Adam Elliott mold? No, not quite, but he's not been far behind them. So he's been quite good. Look, the team for this weekend, so we're going down to Wynn Stadium going down to the gong to play the Dragons. Last time we were there, of course, was in the Raging Gale where we blew a second half lead because we didn't use the kick to our advantage, and they did. Ben Um, had kicked us to death that day. Kicked us to death, and we blew a match that we absolutely should have won. So, you know, we've got to go down and wreak revenge upon them. So we got Javier Savage listed at uh, number one. We got Nick uh, Nick Chotrich on one wing. We got Jordan Rapiner on the other. We got Matt Timoko in the centres with Seb Chris. So no changes there. We got mighty Jack White and coming back into the sixth, replacing the shoe man. Um, we've got Jamal Fogarty in the seven jumper. Now in the front row, we've got Papa Lee Wolford and Joe Tarponay Very good. Then we got Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead in the second row. The much maligned Elliot Whitehead. Then we got Adam Elliott at the 13. In the interchange, we have Tom Starling in the 14, Ryan Sutton in the 15, CNK back into the side in the 16 jersey. Be curious to see if he starts or not. And we got Big Red, Corey Horsbury in the 17. We're coming up against
2: Hang on one second, a... just, just before you go. Did you hear the uh, interview with Corey Horsbury I during did. the week? Did you hear his I voice? I did. I have not been I taken did. aback by someone's hearing someone's voice for the first time since I think... David Beckham in the 90s or going back even further than Mike Tyson I imagined Corey right. Horsborough would sound like the love child of like Sam Bacco and Terry Regan it was like, oh yeah Corey Horsborough but he's he's very sweet he's softly spoken he's oh yeah if I get a game That's for great. Newcastle I mean for Queensland yeah that'd be great yeah but you know I'll just i a well
0: spoken young man
2: yeah he's a, he's a sensitive soul
0: so you were just assuming that Big Red was going to sound like a meathead,
2: <laughs> pretty much.
0: That's that's where you were going with that, wasn't it? Okay, so the Dragons have got young Cody Ramsey at number one. They've got Matthew Figai in uh, number two. With the other wing going to X-Radar Ravalawa. In the centres, they've got the journeyman Moses Suli, um, who's very good at barging through things. Yeah. He's not doing what? What? How many clubs is he... he at now?
2: He's had a few, but I don't know, he's, he's...
0: I think he started at the Dragons, didn't he? I know he's been oh. through the Dragons, he's been through the Bulldogs, he's been at Manly.
2: Didn't he get sacked from the Tigers for falling asleep in his car, or is that someone else? Mighty, yeah, he's been through
0: the Tigers. No, it was the Bulldogs, I think, they found him asleep in the car.
2: <laughs> I think
0: it was, anyway, it was the Bulldogs. He's so he so been um... selling huge money.
2: He's in good form and he's actually he's doing, looking a lot fitter. He's doing well. Day. Yeah, he's looking a lot fitter. And
0: talking about good form is Zach Lomax is the other center who is doing very, very well. So he, that'll be a battle the ages there. He's
2: He had a good game last week. A couple of games before that, he had shockers. I mean, he's undeniably a talented player. He's, um, can he's be a bit of a talented. goose. And defensively, I think there's, there's a you know, we've shut down his attack is um, a big part of the game plan. But defensively, I think he can be exposed himself. So it'll be interesting.
0: Well, it's Seb Chris. They'll have him, I believe. They'll match up against each other. You've got a moan in the halves with Ben Hunt um, coming in at halfback. There was talk that
2: Ben Hunt's got a back problem um, coming out of Origin and that he may not play. i but... heard
0: that. No, I doubt it. He's pretty He's pretty hardy. Um, he is tough. In the front row, they've got some jerk. Um, not sure why he's still allowed to play football, but there you go. He's in the side. Um, at, uh, number, at, at, nine, we've got, uh, Andrew McCulloch, um, who just went over 300 games. Then we've got Blake Laurie in 10. In the second row, we've got Jack Bird. We've got Jaden sewer, um, who's back. Uh, and then we've got, um, Tariq Tariq Sims, the origin disc, uh, you know, what do we call discard in the 13 Jersey loves playing against the Raiders, usually comes up. 14, Moses by. 15, Francis Molo, 16, Aaron Woods. Going around again, Big Aaron. Going around once more. And then you got Michael Molo in the 17 jersey. Is Michael Molo um,
2: Francis' Molo's brother?
0: I think if they have the same surname, we have to assume they, they are related, yes. <laughs> in the same way, all the
2: Croakers and all the Hetherington's are related. That's correct.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the way we generally do things here at Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. Um but, you know, there is something that uh, makes me a little bit angry. In fact, you might say it grinds my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? Do you know what grinds my gears, uh, Blarke?
2: Iceberg lettuce prices?
0: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I'm not happy about that. You're right. I'm not happy about that. No, but that wasn't specifically what I was going to talk about. So we have the shoe man, Matt Frawley. He's now played seven games with this number six on his back. And how many of those games do you think we've won, Blarko? Is he seven from seven now? He's seven from seven. Every one he's won. In fact, when he has been in our halves, either had the seven or the six on his back, we've only lost two times. So we've lost two out of 11 games where he's been in the halves. And yet, the first opportunity we got, we've dropped the shoe man. Now, I personally asked um, Ricky Stewart, about, you know, it, was he going to take on the six full-time? And he said that I had to tell Jack that's what I thought, to which I referred that I wouldn't. And then the first opportunity he's had, he's dropped the shoe, man. So I, I take this a personal slide against me, and it grinds my gears, Blake. It grinds my yeah, gears.
2: well, I mean, I guess the only option would be for, for Jack to play it at uh, left-centre, like he does for the yeah. Blues, which, you know, yeah. may... May well be in in terms of a blues context, may well be his, his best position. But I think for the Raiders, his best position is is six. And as much yeah, as I, I love know, the shoe Man, as much as I, I love do, the shoe Man, I don't I well don't see and that's what everyone thing. says. But you can't argue with the results. I mean, that's the no. thing. You know. Well, what's what's if you were to conversely compare? Um, we should do some stats on Jack Whiten's winning percentage at six this year. And yeah, it's not a hundred percent. So. No, it's on not 100%. Maths, sho- where, it is, man is.
0: where it is for the shoe man. It is for the shoe man, you know? And maybe maybe Jack should be playing 14. Who knows? Who can say? I'm not the coach. I'm not going to say things <laughs> like that. He's not playing
2: 14. He might now, be playing 14 <laughs> for the Blues next week, but he's not playing 14 for the Raiders.
0: I, I should also mention the uh, team list for the Dragons game were brought to you by Jersey's Megastore down there just behind the cock on Iron Knob Street. Fishwick, go in and see Jersey's Megastore. Great sponsor of the Green at... Uh, uh, of the greenhouse, uh, go in. If you can't find the jumper you're looking for, well, you were about
2: to say Green Machine Podcast, weren't you?
0: I wasn't. I wasn't going to say Green Machine Podcast. I hate those guys. They suck. <laughs> um, just the worst. Um, uh, but if you go in there and you can't find the jersey you're looking for, it's because the jersey you're looking for is of a team that sucks. Okay, that's what you need to know. So, Jerseys Mega Store on Nob Street, Fishwick, just behind the cock. Um, talking about cock, here's the shark.
1: That's right. That's me, baby. I'm born in the USA, and I'm getting ready to go back to the USA. So I forgot to do my podcast segment this week. (laughs) So now I have uh, Tim Gore texting me at like uh, 8 o'clock on a Wednesday, and uh, I'm drunk with my friend Justin, and I haven't even really thought about the footy because I'm American. I don't care about rugby league. I don't give a shit about that sport. I don't like I just like hot dogs and hamburgers and American football and I hate abortion. You know. Nobody in Australia likes any of that stuff and hates abortion. Hook a book a goo. All right. Now but Tim sent me a text that said, you can you please talk about the Dragons game? I was like, okay, I'll talk about the Dragons game. So this week, the Raiders play the Dragons. I don't know who the fuck those teams are. I don't like rugby league. I'm an American living in America. You can tell I'm about three or four deep. Yeah, okay, so uh, NRL.com tells me that the Raiders are playing uh, the uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons. At, at Wulangong and uh, at Wynn Stadium. But that seems to be what all the Raiders fucking do when they go to Wynn Stadium. They seem to just beat the shit out of the Dragons. Uh, I can't even remember the last time they lost. Jack White is back this week. We got Tommy Tommy Starling at uh, 14. We got Ryan Sutton and I don't fucking give a shit. I'm American. Raiders by 56. Yeah, Rocky IV soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, you heard it. Woo! All right. Uh, yeah, Hook and the boys are going to be crying in their fucking stupid Steel City beer uh, or whatever the fuck they sell in Wollongong. So uh, I'll see you. I'll, I'll give you updates from the States. I'll be back soon, but next time you hear it from me, I'll be chilling in America. I love you all. Go, you green things.
0: Well, he's an idiot. Now it's time for the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? We got C.H.N. We got Trey Mooney. We got Semi Valame. We got Adrian Trevelyan, and we got Matt Frawley, the shoe man, the 18th man. Then, yeah, yeah. There we go. He might. Yeah, might be the smokescreen. He might be coming in to replace replace White and shock everybody. And <laughs> we got Tauto Moga. On the bench, we got Jaden Sullivan. We got Jaden Hunt. Now they're both spelled differently. Now Jaden, oh, there's there's many spellings of Jaden these days. Jaden is, but this one. So the first Jaden Sullivan is J A Y D E N, which I'd say is fairly garden variety, right? That's the conventional, yeah. Yeah, that's Jaden Sullivan. But Jaden Hunt is J A I Y D E N. So maybe he's Jiden. Could be Jiden Hunt anyway. And then you got Billy Burns. And then their 18th man is Josh Kerr, who I've got a bit of raps on. I don't mind Josh Kerr. He's all right there. But looking he's at that. He's dropped hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I, I actually, last time we played them, I was really quite impressed with the way he went about it. I think he, but yeah, he must have pissed Hook off in some way. I think he's quite a little player. Maybe he's coming back from injury. I don't know. But, look, we've got CHN on there. We've got Valome, We've got Frawley. All have a, a host of first-grade experience. They've got Tato Moga, who's got a lot of first-grade experience, but coming back on how many knee injuries. And then they've got Josh Kerr. So, I'm giving that extended bench to the Raiders. I think you'll agree with me on that.
2: Oh, no, and now it's there. time, Joe. Uh, to... Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Before, you, before we what? start ripping in with Arnie um, How do you know that's what we're going to do? Because I can just tell the anticipation in your voice. Right. Trey Mooney was outstanding in the in the New South Wales under-19s. And I thought... He was good. After after the halfback, um, Pizet, I thought he was the best player on the field.
5: Yeah, I think he, he, looked like too, a, he looked like was too, looked like
2: Oh, yeah. Do you know, he could have still been at the um, Newcastle Knights if Andrew Johns hadn't campaigned to run his... So his old man was recruitment manager. And You're when right. there was all these machinations going on to get rid of um, Nathan Brown and replace him with Andrew O'Brien... Pizzette was seen to be Adam, the one that O'Brien. was the, Adam O'Brien. You yeah, what did I say? Nathan O'Brien. Everyone's called Nathan. Something Adam like O'Brien. Yeah. Um, Pizzette was seen to be the bad guy, and uh, Andrew Johns going, "Who's this Troy Pizzette? Who's doing this?" So drove him out of the club, and effectively drove the Sun to the Melbourne Storm. So now you know, <laughs> Melbourne Storm, the juggernaut rolls on. That guy is a superstar in the making. He had a- yeah he.
0: That was yeah, remarkable. That, that was a first-grade yeah. performance. I mean, like, if you most there's a lot of sides in the NRL right now who'd put him in straight away. 100%. 100%. They, just put him, they just put him straight <laughs> in Raiders right put now. Him in. Nah, Jamal Fogarty's going to come good. You know it. You know it. He's going to come good. Anyway, now it's time to rip in with Arnie J.
4: G'day, Raiders fans. I hope you enjoyed the international round and the state of origin on the weekend. As a club, I think we fared very well. Big Papa played limited minutes. Tarpany was his usual menacing self. And while very disappointing for Jack Whiten to miss out on Origin through COVID, it's a great result for us Raiders fans. Rugby League can be a funny old game. We threw away two points versus the Broncos, and then the following week basically stole them back from the Knights. Uh, you also have to hand it to Hudson Young. He's certainly got plenty of brains and nous about him. So this week, we are away in the gong to the Dragons. The good news is that our peak performance is much higher than the Dragons, even though a lot of our in-game statistics is on par. This means if we play up near our top, it will be a comfortable win for us. But that's easier said than done. We also have a huge upside with Jackie Fresh, and I doubt Ben Hunt will play, who has been clearly their best creative player all year. He reared out of a tackle in the second half with a lower back complaint, uh, so I doubt he'll play. Um, I also have to give some credit to Moses Embi, who's been a pretty decent mister Fixit for the Dragons in various positions this year, so maybe he will squeeze in there somewhere if Hunt's out. The Dragons have solid back row and centres and that's clearly their strength, although their centres can be a bit suspect with their defensive reads. So when we're in defence, our edges need to be on our toes and tackling well. When we have the ball, we need to isolate one-on-one or get plenty of bodies in motion testing out their defensive decisions and that's their centres especially. We need Fogarty to play more direct, straighten up our attack so our centres can get a bit of space uh, and isolate one-on-one with their their defenders. So let's be a bit smarter with the ball, set this up, and I believe we'll score more tries. We also have a clear advantage in the front row department. Uh, We have elite front rowers and, you know, horses in career best form, really. Um, and their props wouldn't look out of place in a New South Wales Cup team. So we really need to take advantage there. The Dragons also have a huge issue with their kick return meters, so we need to find the grass near Cody Ramsey, pick him up, and drag him backwards. We want them to be on the back foot at the start of every set and win this game through sustained pressure. So that's it for this week. Enjoy your footy, and go, you green machine. Oh now my God. I I spoke to Honey J on the phone
2: uh, a couple of days ago, mm. and he reckons he could be getting out on parole scene. And he's well, actually said when he when he does get out, he's going to come down to Canberra and he's going to look for JB from the Green Machine podcast because he's very angry with he's very angry with JB. Oh gee, JB better start and, running and now. And this this unlike the the, the fake um, pork Mike Soulsy beef that was just. Orchestrated by both shows is to boost ratings. This is a serious beef, and he seriously is coming for JB and does want a piece of him. So JB, no, I'm pretty sure Solzy hates my guts. <laughs> pretty sure he does. Yeah, but you're not you're not gonna stab him.
0: No, I'm not gonna shank him. No, no, I'll leave that I'll leave that to the shark. Well, you know,
2: or Arnie J, man, Arnie, watch out for Arnie J. There are, in fact, reasons to be cheerful.
5: Reasons to be cheerful,
2: part three.
0: Well, the reason to be cheerful is uh, CNK and k and Jack are back. That's really good. Those are reasons to be cheerful. We've got another buy coming up, so more freshening up. That's a reason to be cheerful. Um, and the run home, I've looked at this, and even if I write off our games against Panthers and the Melbourne Storm, even if I write those two off yeah. and we lose another one, it looks like a seventh or eighth position finish. We can't afford to drop more than, if we drop more than four matches, write it off, we will not make the eight. So of the remaining matches, we can only lose maximum of three.
2: I conservatively uh, went through it all and I conservatively gave us five wins, um, which I think was allowing that maybe we might lose. We may even, I maybe even factored in that we could potentially drop this game. Uh, against the Dragons, and we, we could drop against... any of these
0: games. I, I absolutely agree. Oh, we, could we could drop all of them. There's no, there is no certainty for the Raiders. There's absolutely zero certainty. I, I think dropping the points against the Broncos was really costly because at this stage, if we actually had those points in there, I think we're either just in the eight or only just outside it with a with the bye. And all of a sudden, you start looking at, you know. It, it, it's a good position to be in because you know we'd be on sixteen
2: points. Our four against isn't as good. We'd be on the eight. Uh, we'd, we'd be, be just outside of on four and against. On no, no, against, we'd be ahead we? of. Yeah, we'd be ahead of the dragons. Okay, we'd be dragons in the eight, and and, and
0: what's more, that would have dragged you know the Broncos down to striking distance in the fifth spot as well. But they're they're away, so that was a real four point game there with the Broncos, and oh, yeah. and we stuffed that one. So you know we we we've got a run home that you know has in it. The titans has in it the warriors has in it the west tigers has in it um the knights again has in it um manly the again storm. has in it the storm has in it um penrith which is unfortunate um but
2: i might be leaving that game early as well no how about
0: you just don't come how about you just, <laughs> just don't come
1: say... <laughs> anyway
0: there are there are reasons to be cheerful basically but it all starts this weekend when we, on Sunday afternoon, win down in Wollongong on Sunday afternoon. Because if we win that, I don't care how we win it. I don't care how we win it, just as long as we get the two points. And then we can roll into a bye and then regather the strength. The two
2: freaking points.
0: Yeah, the two freaking points. That's all I want. I just want the two freaking points. No, so because... when
2: I when I went through when I went through the draw and and looked at which games I sort of realistically, conservatively had as winning, and I think I did have as beating the Knights, you know, Away and uh, I did have as what's the last game beating Manly at home? West Tigers at, at, at away. Just yeah, I, I think I think we can we've got comfortably got five wins, five wins plus the bye. That's twelve points. That'll put us on twenty six, which everyone reckons will be enough this year. Such I as I reckon, the I
0: reckon you need twenty eight and you'd want to get thirty just to be in there, you know. And it's just if you can get there this season, yes, the the Panthers and the Storm a runaway is at the top, just as it was last season. I think if you can get in there, you can get to the prelims if you've, if you've got your team on the field at that stage, if you're not struggling. If you get your team to their fit, you have a shot yeah. to get in the prelims. And once you're in the prelims, if you played in finals recently, as we have, and you've got that experience, there's still a chance. There's still a chance. So I'm yeah. not writing that off yet. Um, so, you know, there's reason to be cheerful. But we got to win this weekend. If we don't win this weekend, gee, it's a long way back from there. But, you know, talking about a long way back, here's Lord Funkington.
3: Hello, everyone. Lord Funkington here, coming to you with a face full of Rona, lungs full of COVID, but I'm battling on. I'm battling on to keep going. And do you know why? Because that's what the Raiders would do, and that's what Blake and the Pork does. I've heard some talk during the week about people slagging off Blake and the Pork for taking a week off, but you know know something? The best teams, the top four teams, the teams with premiership designs, They know how to pace the year. They're not desperate. They don't have to go out every week and give it absolutely everything because they know they're good. They just need to be good enough when the time is right, and that's what we do here at Blake and the Pork. We get ourselves right for the best time of the year. So I'll get through this. We'll all get through a week off. The team is all reasonably fit. Well, actually, they're very fit, and it's Dragons Week on Sunday, and a win will get us into the finals. I'd reckon. I'd lock it. I'd lock it in. I'd lock it in. I'm feeling good. Well, I'm not feeling good, but I'm feeling positive about our camp of Raiders. Well man, I hope we're going to smash him. You know what? I think we might, and I think it might be by a particular margin, and that margin would be Raiders by 56. Have a great week, everybody
0: and look, you know he's an idiot, but he's our idiot, isn't
2: that right Blarco? Yeah, well, I, you know <laughs> you know things haven't uh, been good between me and Lord Funkerton lately, but no he's doing no, it, he's doing it tough he's doing it tough at the moment he's had he's uh, had some rotten luck so you know I'll, I'll, I'll cut him some slack
0: he is he has had some rotten luck but you know like he thinks you're an idiot so that's good um you got a listener of the week for us blake eh?
2: listener of the week this week i've actually started um started a spreadsheet so i'm keeping track of all the listeners of the week um oh, it's have even good i even went are. well you tried to give someone listener of the week lampus Chapman, who'd actually just recently been listening to the week, like. Four weeks I was on to so... that. I thought
0: it was. I thought it was. And a big shout out episode, to...
2: Uh... Uh, episode 86, Listener of the Week, was Wanda. Episode 87 was Lampus Trapman. Episode 88, Patient El Rob. Episode 89, Diane Rushton. Episode 90, Tristan Morrison. Episode 91, Brian Fletcher-Wode. And episode 92, Listener of the Week, is Adrian from Bega. Now Adrian, Hello, Adrian was up in Adrian was up in Canberra on the weekend, and he actually came into um, Land Speed Records looking to buy an ass clown beanie, uh, and actually tried to. He mentioned on Twitter that he was going to come into the shop, and actually said just grab it online, and then you can pick it up from the store. But he rocked up the store and was looking for one, and I wasn't at work at the time and yeah it, it wasn't actually one anywhere available it was it was hidden buried in the darkest corner of the filthy storeroom where no one else was going to find it so um you can't even adrian... find them there it's the filter uh, and anyway, not that the building is you'll is be not... you'll be surprised when you return next week you'll be surprised I will you'll be not pleasantly be surprised. surprised you'll be I'll pleasantly surprised the but what
0: their view is off uh, adrian
2: mate uh jump online just buy a, uh buy a beanie uh select store pickup and um you don't have to pay for postage I'll cover the postage. He will, he will cover the postage. After and Adrian picks up his beanie, after Adrian picks up his beanie, there's only 3 left. Well, one of them's mine. I still haven't got it. So, well, come your... and get it man, come and get it. You know, time time's a wasting.
0: And there's and there's and actually uh, there's only actually 1 left because there's also going to be one included in the prize pack for the Raiders review with Blake and the Pork competition. So, the rules of this: you got to rep your Blake and the Pork merchandise or favourite Blake and the Pork taglines in public, on the media, and send them into us at at Blake and the Pork hash on uh, Twitter or Instagram, and hashtag hashtag place your pork, or if you prefer, hashtag show your ass, arse a r s e the incorrect way, um, so we can do it. And you know, we'll choose occasional winners as they Did come through. Did you know? Speaking, them, speaking get of get off your um, ass and do it slack-ass Speaking of social lady media, bastards. I
2: think I think we pretty much know that Phoebe's got it all wrapped up. She got Phoebe. on TV wearing her um, Blake and the Pork beanie at the um, at Campbelltown during the the Fiji uh, Fiji Puppy New Guinea game. I did not so see she's that. Now rep, she's now wrapped. She's now wrapped twice. Well, I'll send it to you. She's now wrapped twice. So Phoebe is is well ahead. But someone else has got to you know someone's got to make a Raiders by fifty six sign or askline sound or something or get on on TV at one of the games. Well, this
0: week, until I heard that, I was going to award uh, the the week's winner to me for on-air referring to Matt Frawley during my interview with him as the Shoe Man. I've got Matt Frawley, the Shoe Man, here. Um, You have now played seven games at 5-8 for the Raiders and won seven. How do you feel about that?
6: Yeah, I'll take it, mate. Obviously, today was... uh... Yeah, a bit of a roller coaster to be honest. I think, yeah, personally and as a team, I think we're a bit scrappy there. But, um, you know, I've, I've said it before, we're, you know, we showed a lot of resilience to get a result there. There was probably, you know, a time there we, we probably didn't deserve to win. But, um, you yeah, I know, think, I think it's a, a, a good, uh, good thing for the team to, to win in, in, in any different way. Hudson Young had a pretty scrappy start to the season, been
0: in and out of the side. But in the last few weeks, he's really been ripping it apart. Uh, He was always going to be the man to to win it.
6: Yeah, mate, obviously. You know, he's he's been playing, as he said, some terrific footy in the last month. And he builds his game off his physicality, but he showed he's got a bit of skill there too. So, um, yeah, massive play. Obviously, it was an all-or-nothing play. And thankfully thankfully for us and for him... um, we got the bounce and we, we scored a try.
0: Of course, you've taken over this uh, super sub-halves role here from Sammy Williams, who's just uh, announced he's left the club uh, midweek. Um, how did the, the the club take that?
6: Yeah, it was obviously, um, you know, a, a tough one. It's Sammy's you know, such a big part of this group and a big part of this club. And, um, you know... We... It probably sums him up doing what he, you know, he's done for the club in terms of um, letting, letting some other boys get some opportunities. I think that's his, that's a sign of, of, of his character, and um, you yeah, he's going to be heavily missed. But I think he's definitely going to be involved in the team, and um, you know, in the years to come, and um, yeah, we'll miss him a lot. You reckon your chance to have the uh, number six jersey back against the Dragons in two weeks? No, nah, I think Jacko would definitely be in that sixth mate. I think, you know, obviously he's he's been unreal all year. Obviously, um, you know, he, he played Origin and was probably the best best player on the field in Origin as well. So, um, you yeah, know, I'll, I'll, I'll um, take my opportunities when they come, but, um, you yeah, know, whatever position I have to play, I'll, I'll take it.
2: Thanks for talking to ABC. Yeah, Cheers, mate. Did he give you a like? He it seemed like he just it just rolled by him. He did. Did he give you a sort of a sideways glance or anything when you said the shoe man?
0: He gave me a very large sideways <laughs> glance and went the shoe man. Yeah, And so I think he's heard it. I think he's heard it, but it, it was on air. Um, so that was good. He was referred to as the shoe man. Um, so I was going to give it to me, but now you can have, you can have, some, you, can have you can have some you can have some honey.
2: You can have some Vani J's honey.
0: If you ever bring the honey in, because there are we prize winners waiting to get their stuff. Now you know where I live. Coming over to the ghetto?
2: <laughs> the ghetto. I
0: do, and I'm not coming over there without a bodyguard. That's unbelievable, the mean streets of Dixon. Oh. <laughs>
2: 2602, man. It's legit.
0: No, it's not legit. I'd prefer to go to bloody um 2902 down in Laneves' old area in, in Canberra, Badlands, down where the sharky, you know, wanders around with his shank and his shiv. You know, then come up to Dixon. Unbelievable. Just dreadful place. Um, but yeah, just bring the damn honey in. People want their prizes. Yeah. It's amazing how long it's taking you to, to get that up there. I, I just don't even know why.
2: Okay, now so we've had some people actually uh, get in touch and, and, and tongue FTW on the greenhouse has said two weeks and no Danny Stewart, a major concern. Though I've mentioned mm. before I've injured myself at the Jim bursting into laughter as he does his in regards to <clears throat> so there's good news for he's your very... tongue, FTW. Danny, he's 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 been doing it tough, but he's come back. He had some time off on the break, he's done some reflecting and he's back, and uh here he is, Danny Stewart.
5: <coughs> yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh half-brother of a uh coach, Wiggy Stewart. <coughs> oh, now it's good to be back after uh three weeks, uh uh working on my tan and uh chasing giant tortoise around in the Galapagos Islands. Uh, <coughs> uh really appreciate that uh the fan mail I received. Uh so to the one fan that uh, reached out to me, I really appreciate that. So uh thanks a lot for that, mum. <coughs> now in regards to the uh game against the Knights, what seems like an eternity ago now? Uh <coughs> uh yes, it was ugly. Yes, we uh, it was another second half bad shit, but uh fuck me, that was a vital two points. <clears throat> uh, it was a bit of uh, magic from Hutto at the end there. And uh, when we're uh, holding up that uh, Sam Williams Premiership trophy on that first Sunday in October, uh, we'll look back on games like that as uh, pivotal in uh, turning the season around. <clears throat> it was a vital two points. And uh, in regards to the uh, 12,500 or so that turned up to the game, I want to uh, give you all the wrap. Well, uh, <clears throat> oh, sorry, not all of yours, uh, 99% of yours, but. Uh, Uh, There was one bloke uh, that may or may not be part of this uh, podcast that uh, inexplicably uh, turned his back on the boys, threw the toys out of the cot and uh, stormed off with six or seven to go when it looked like things weren't going our way. (coughs) It was a disgraceful act. Uh, This bloke should have a long, hard look at himself uh, because it's simply uh, not good enough and not what we expect from our uh, loyal fans. So a bit of reflection for this bloke. Uh... You're kidding yourself, Blake. <clears throat> oh, shit. <clears throat> Gave it away. But uh and upwards from here. Uh, we've got the Dragons on uh, Sunday, and uh, go, you green machine.
0: She's, you know, at some stage, at some stage, he's really going to have to find out. You get rid of that congestion in his throat. He is. Yes, he's going to have to do something about it because it's causing him all sorts of grief about it. And, you know, uh, know, one of our listeners, uh, I'll shout out to Chris Adcock, says, you know, you just can't stand all the coughing in Danny Stewart. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think you're missing something there, Christopher. (laughs) I think you're missing something. Not the first time he's missed something. Won't be the last time as well. A big shout out as well to Lampus Troutman's main squeeze, Luke Dickerson, whose uh, contractor managed to go through the water main out the front of the house yesterday. Well done, you. Thank you for listening as well. It's good. Now, coming up, we've got the buy, which will be really good. Then, after the last Origin match, um, we've got on Sunday, the 17th of July, at 4 p.m., down in Melbourne, we've got the Storm away. Um, win. So, you know, we've got a, we've got a good I'm history. I'm just channelling Matt. Going down just Matt's going to be in that game. Win. Yeah, and I believe, I believe he's going to be taking Lord Funkington with him as well. So I talked to Benny Pollock. Benny Pollock's very keen. One thing Ben Pollock did say to me the other day, he said, it's about time he met Blake because he's never seen you in the flesh.
2: He has. He has met me.
0: No, I don't think he well, It mustn't have been very memorable because he doesn't know who you are. Hey, anyway, we got the storm away. Then on Saturday 23rd at 3 p.m., we got the Warriors at home. Then on Saturday 30th of July, also at 3 p.m. So there's some day games there, people. That's pretty good for the middle of winter. At 3 p.m., we got the Titans away um, up there in Queensland, land. So hopefully we get win, 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 win. So that'll be eight points plus a buy. That's 10 points and we'll be we'll be farting through silk. And that'd be pretty good, wouldn't it, Blake?
2: Yeah, I've never heard that before.
0: You never heard that. It's a PJ O'Reilly quote. Is it really? It, uh, yeah, it alludes to if you win, you get a lot of money, make a lot of money if you're rich. Because, of course, your underwear is made of silk. Right. So as opposed to poor people. Anyway, you have been listening to uh, the podcast formerly known as the third most popular uh, Raiders podcast on the internet, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And you're really slow, you know. Where's this? Anyway, we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork.
6: Corey, thanks for
4: joining us. The only question that I can think to ask is, what were you thinking?
6: Um, I wasn't really.
4: Did your parents say you could have a party?
6: Um, no.
4: So, didn't. why did you?
1: Um, I don't know, it was just a get together with a couple of mates at first, and then we thought we might as well just have a bit of a party, and then it sort of just got out of hand, and yeah.
4: Well, 500 people turned up the air wing of the police force, the dog squad, your neighbour's cars were being destroyed. What have your uh, parents had to say,
3: Corey?
1: Um, I haven't really talked to them because every time they call, I don't answer. Because, yeah, they probably tried to kill me.